0: Podcast What's it called? Don't worry bye. Happy with uh, Re at my podcast, my podcast. Hello, welcome to Episode Seventy Six. Oh well, I hope this isn't gonna be a rushed one because what? I, well, well, maybe that wouldn't be such a bad thing after bloody the last one. What was that? A fucking hour and twenty minutes. Who talks to themselves for an hour and twenty minutes? Bloody hell, Harriet. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, I've been away. i had lots to catch up on. Um. Oh, what was I just gonna say? I always thought I just did this when I when I drink, but. Well, I haven't been drinking, and I'm, my your brain... I think it's just natural, Harriet. Um, can you remember me heating? Um, oh no, Harriet, don't say that. Pretend you're in some sort of cool studio. Yeah, well, I've given the game away now. Oh, God, I feel so sluggish, you know, because, um, well, what happened was, you might remember that in the last episode, I told you about my absolute bargain cherry pie for 25p, my loaf of bread for 20p, 45p for a bloody cherry pie and a bloody um, uh, loaf of bread. Um. So the other day when we needed to do a shop, I was like, oh, let's try and go at, at the same time to see if it's, you know, if the bakery's still reduced again in Tesco. Well, made the mistake this time of bringing my boyfriend with me Whereas I just went, oh, cherry pie, lovely. Oh, loaf of bread, both useful, one a treat, lovely. Whereas my boyfriend, oh my God, this is why I feel sluggish, because we've only got fucking <laughs> reduced pastries in. Honestly, th- this will sound like i have exaggerated, right? But this is honestly what he got. He got a cherry pie, which wasn't even in the sale. It th- That was normal price, right? I said... I think you've got to decide, he went. And then he, he says, the crafty pasty, in fact, that's will say anything we didn't get. He said, as this lady was right by us, so I think it was tactical, because so, he knew I wouldn't kick off in public, he goes. What do he say? He's like, you can't hold a man back from his pastries. And so he's had apple turnover, a curry... Like it looks like a sausage roll, but it's got curry in it. I mean, who thought of that? Three donuts, five cookies, loaf of bread. I was fine with that. How uh, <laughs> good of you, Harriet. There's loads more that I can't think of. A horn, cream horn. Um, oh, something else. But that's a lot in it. I mean the old thing probably. Well, if you took out the cherry pie, only comes to probably about a pound. They're all so cheap. But I can't get in the habit of eating my own body weight in bloody pastry, especially so close to Christmas. And I've gone from cheese and wine to bloody pastry. Ugh. Do you reckon that's why when people get really flaky skin is that because they've eaten too much pastry? Well, we'll we'll find out, won't we? Especially my boyfriend, bloody Alan. So maybe that's why he's not here yet. He's probably bloody blown away in the wind because he's such a pastry man. Anyway, so he's what up, was. I've been fanning around all day. I've been I've been really good, you know. i mean, been because what this this podcast now has been going for what almost two years, and through those years, I don't to be honest listen back because I find it quite mortifying. Because every so often people will sort of get in touch with me that have listened to, that are now listening to it from the start and they'll be saying stuff and I'll be like, oh, fucking hell, no, 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 in fact, I've said that wrong because that sounds like I'm not grateful. I'm so grateful if anyone gets in touch, it's lovely of them. But uh, I'm just like, oh, bloody hell, I forgot about that. Because it's, I don't know, I was definitely a lot uh, poorlier in in the brain then. Um, So I guess part is mortified. But then part will never take it down. I remember once, many years... it wasn't that long ago, Harry, a couple of years ago. I had a breakdown. Like, the absolute needy bastard I am. No, it's not fair, it's not fair. But put it on YouTube. I think it was because I was so hopeless. And I thought, if anyone else was feeling that hopeless, maybe it would help them. And then a friend of mine who's also a bit mental, said, you've got to take that down, that's mortifying. And when he said that, I thought, oh, maybe it is. And then I thought, "By it. And then I was like, no, I'll leave it up. And then about a year later, I took it down because it was just done, really. But no, I'll never take down these podcasts. I think I think they're good, but yeah. And, and it's good to know that I'm not feeling that low anymore going for all sorts I think with um you know going out with someone finding my feet with with his kids and stuff I think that's definitely going to be stressful for anyone well to be honest I thought especially the boys that they'd adapted quite well to me and it was fine but now looking back on that I don't think it was fine I think I think at the end of the day it was like a big uprooted thing this new person coming come into their dad's life like it's it's a lot to to take on really isn't it and I think that's it isn't it I don't think we appreciate how much the kids pick up on and are sensitive to yeah I feel quite bad well no you can't really feel bad because it's not like you're gonna be in and out of their lives you just needed to stick with the process until you were in because then you know then like now you're in and that's that's not gonna change so and uh yeah and it's really nice like now there's a proper relationship like we bake together like for, like we sort of did that before um i don't know i can't even describe it it's just because I, like i said i didn't even know it was different. And, Until now, I'm looking back, but there's just, like, a different vibe now. Like, a sort of... Well, maybe, like, a more relaxed vibe. Well, it's because we've we've got to know each other, I guess. But, yeah, just thought... Just sort of let you know. I, uh What have I... Well, so, did I tell you last week that I went for a walk with my lovely friend, Hayley Ellis, right? Told you that, didn't I? And... Oh, it was just what what I needed. Like I said at the time, it was absolutely brilliant. So I've started doing this. Did I say this last time? Doing this journal where you do, um, and like I was saying, because, you know, throughout the time I've done this, I think I was doing The Artist's Way at one point and blah, blah, blah. But I've got to, because I got my friend Lee onto The Artist's Way, he bought the book and that. And then in the end, I stopped it. But I, but do you know what? I didn't stop it because it wasn't working. I thought it was actually really good. I think there is something in that, whether it's... Because the one my friend's doing, Hayley, she spends, like... I think she spent, like, £30 on the book. So it has, in the book, of, like, your goals for the day, your targets for the day, stuff you're grateful for, like, that sort of thing. But I, I mean, oh, so many fucking notebooks that I just... I've sort of done it myself really cheapskate you are well i do have all these i have about 50 million notebooks to use up and but i think you know whether you want to spend the money on the book on the artist way book or this or this or this it's pretty much the same premise just making you sort of get up and write in the morning and i just think that it's a really a really helpful and productive way to start your day it just just does wonders for me but i guess i can only talk about what works for me but yeah it's really changed my life but then I uh, I don't know whether I was just saying this to a friend sometimes I don't know whether something's really working and I'm being more productive or if I'm just having a manic episode so that might be (laughs) what's happening oh I don't want another downward I just want to feel like this I feel really uh, productive well you can't say it really productive I just want to be like this forever I'm really happy and I'm looking forward to all my little projects and I've started writing my book again yeah I'm really happy I just oh I hope it's not a manic episode please just stick to this Harriet nervous no don't be nervous what will be will be but yeah I'm absolutely loving it I, what I'm doing as well, because I thought I was well, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I was getting a bit stressed because Edinburgh is coming up, right? And as we all know, Edinburgh is very expensive. I'm having PR this year. I'm having a reasonable, a very reasonable PR person this year. For In comparison to the other ones, but it's still a lot of money edinburgh as a whole is a lot of money and i'm stressed because last year was the first oh god i got my tax return to do last year was the first year in a very long time where i had a very chi time because i didn't go to edinburgh and now i am going to edinburgh and i am worried about the money so then i was thinking because that's it me and my friends say there's this very confident comedian and you know the phrase what would jesus do do you remember them bracelets so, we've been saying, what would this comedian do? And I tell you, it started off as a joke, but it's really helping. So, I was thinking, well, I could get all mopey and worried about the money, or I'd just go find my dollar. That's what I do, isn't it? Find my dollar. I don't know. So, that's what I did. What did you do? Uh, what am I on about? Yeah, so I just... I think a lot of people in comedy, they get bitter because they're not working hard enough. And do you know what? I was a little bit guilty. I expected a little bit more to come to me, but you've got to go get it. So I went through my emails, all the scents, and just anything that hadn't um, materialised that almost did. I sent them out and, and so many contacts when i was looking through them that i just forgotten about oh very useful keep in top of your, of your admin guys That's what i will say i made this pasta dish oh very aubergine heavy i'm fine with that massive fan of the aubergine uh oh have i told you that i really need to try baba Gaboot what's it called baba ganoush i haven't yet it's all everyone talks about. It's not all everyone talks about, but anyway. So I've made this aubergine pasta dish. I followed a recipe because my boyfriend was like, "I don't you to cook And then he, he, because when on one of my fads when I decided I was vegetarian, um, he, well, for our anniversary, he goes, "What do you want?" And I said, "I'd like a vegetarian cookbook." It's got me a vegetarian cookbook, and then I haven't used it. But I didn't I haven't used it because, to be honest, I didn't really look too much at the recipe area. Don't make excuses. Well, uh, this is just true. So I wasn't really looking much at the... I didn't really look at the recipes before I cooked it. Well, I didn't cook the book. God, once at home, I did cook my mum's cookbook. There was the massive um, oven rings through the whole book. Left it on the hob. The herb. Um yeah, I didn't really look at the recipes before and then when I actually saw it, it was like a student's cookbook and it was just like fucking making a pizza on a bloody baguette. Do you know do you know what I mean? And 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 like the one was how to make corn in the cob. You just get corn but you bloody you put it you just cook it. And that's a whole fucking page fucking corn on the cob, just cook it, no proper butter, that's it, honestly, so I anyway, really, I went through it, and there were a couple of things, pastry stuff, so my boyfriend always takes a piss and says that, not takes a piss, but sort of says that I don't follow these things, but I mean, I'm gonna sound like a dick here, but I just know better, I'm not a bad cook, and sometimes I'm like, we don't need tarragon, we need sage. Do you know what I mean? Well, I just uh, just got that skill, guys. I mean, <laughs> if you've ever seen my fucking episode of dinner date where the bad was very ill because I didn't cook the chicken, you will say something else. But to that, I will say it was the stress of the situation. Who should have to cook with a bloody camera crew and a fucking knobhead looking at you? Not I. So anyway, so I was a bit nervous, because, so I had this gig in, and uh, I was a bit nervous because, so I was down to do it, and then the proponent, uh, uh, confused, with well he asked me what date I could do, and I told him what date I could do, but then he didn't put that date in his diary, and I forgot to say, is that date fine, I just put it in my diary, anyway. So, um so someone else had this date and then that person dropped out but that person is more famous than me so then I was replacing this person and it it sold out and then I was in an absolute flap because I was like oh bloody hell everyone's gonna be there to see this person and then I'm gonna bloody bob on up and they're going to be like, who the fuck are you, you bloody knobhead? And I had a right old flap about it. And it, you know, and it, as it happened, a friend of mine uh, was nervous about a gig she was doing. So we were sort of counselling each other, which really helped. And hopefully made us both think, what the bloody hell are we, are we all about this? We both had wonderful times. I And then, so not only so, so then when I got to the gig, I was really, really chuffed. Because the promoter had gone. Oh, so the moment I saw him, he's gone. Oh, I um, yeah, because I I just because I yeah, because I I guess. Well, I've known him for for a while now, so I just and he's a nice guy, so I was just honest with him and I, and I said, oh, do you think do you think that'll happen? And he was like, well, I emailed the whole mailing list, everyone that was coming, and I said what had happened and if anyone really wanted their money back they could have it, and, and no one did. And I was like, oh, thank God, I feel so much better now that you've said that. And then, really, the stress was off, and it was really nice to uh, gig with some friends uh, that were on. I hadn't seen them for a long time. And so, it, yeah, it was really fun. Really nice, actually. And then, the it's one of them gig, it's just really comedy savvy. It's good good for the soul. I'll tell you, the bloody... um. Uh, what's it called, the comedy, no, what's it called, Square Hole Comedy in Sheffield, it's absolutely lovely, it's just above a pub, the Red Deer, and you think, oh, what's this about, and then, but the audience that Rich Milner percolates are just absolutely brilliant, never had a bad, I hope I haven't jinxed myself, but I've been there for a good few years, and it's always an absolute, they're quite, I think you get more or less, Uh. You get well. You get faces every time I'm there. I recognize, I recognize a good few faces. You get the regulars there. It's, oh, it's absolutely fantastic. Oh, speaking of um, regulars. I was about. No, this isn't to do regulars. If you uh, I uh, am I? it you're asking for a favour. Do it smooth, okay um my mental health gig i've even bought a new shirt well my dad got me a voucher a 20 pound voucher it's really good it's my dad got me a 25 a 20 pound voucher for christmas and it's one of those vouchers that can be used in about 50 shops so i looked at my little booklet that came with it i mean i'd be lost without it if i just got given the card with the voucher on it and i looked and uh because i l- looked briefly online so I thought I want a nice shirt somewhere I can spend my voucher. So like vintage shops and that, rather question. So I thought do you know what, maybe Topman, maybe that like-. So I always get I get men's shirts. I don't, because I'm wiggly. I I don't want risk of my midriff sh- showing. And do you, do you do you know what I mean? I just like. If I want to eat a bloody massive pie and I want to relax and and push my gut out, I'd, like you can just do that under a big shirt. That's what you know. I am not particularly glamorous, and I am not particularly asked to be honest. Anyway, I went to Topman, and they're fi- I really annoyed when people do this. Their uh, sales—they don't. Everything's not individually priced in the sale; it's just what it was, but it's final clearance what are they doing not even this is this part oh it's very confusing and there's no logic to it but anyway so i see this shirt that i thought was quite nice and because there's pinks and blues in it goes with my favorite shoes so i uh saw that and it said it was 45 pound and i was like fucking 45 pound in the final clearance i don't think so pal so i went to the uh the man in the um uh, the till, the man at the till. And I said, can you tell me how much this is? And he said, I don't think it's reduced. So I said, what? It's in the final clearance bit. Anyway, he said, th- £9, bloody 65 Bloody £9, 65. And then this other guy that worked in the till went, oh no, I got that for £38 and he bloody worked there. So I got a right old bargain. But then I said, oh, while you're here, I've seen another sweatshirt. So I got another one that had Home Alone on it with uh, Kevin McAllister and that. And uh, the funny thing was, well, A, it it was, well, it was reduced by a tenner, not enough for me, not enough of a bargain, because it was a white sweatshirt. I've got a, like, a white garment, very much so, because to counteract for the fact that it will be covered in ketchup within two hours. So, then, this guy behind me was kicking off, because I had taken a while, and there was only one person at the till. not really taking a while, it was just... Just you know, just a chassis transaction, really. Anyway, so he's like, "Excuse me," I know, I know, I know. and I've turned round. you never guess what? Proper look like Kevin McAllister, uh, like corner Colquid. I said, "What are the chances of this?" You proper look like him. Pointed to him on the sweatshirt. Pointed to his face. The man behind the till laughed, but this man was very angry. Life's too short. He didn't need to be so angry about that. Like, you know, I was. I wasn't even five minutes. I was probably about three minutes and it's not the end of the world is it anyway so i'm wearing this so i've got this shirt and my brother bought me this very sort of flamboyant scarf for christmas really long scarf the sort of scarf that i'd see on someone and think oh that's nice but would never really get so i'm gonna wear the scarf with it i mean it sounds awful how i'm saying it but my outfit is going to look very good at this. So the outfit is for this awards ceremony that I'm going to. Uh, for i have had a fucking pullover because I had to... Uh, when is When does anything happen on a Monday? So I've badgered the girls to go on this fucking writing retreat. Literally was messaging them, oh, we're going to get this sold out. Got it all booked up, paid for it. And then this fucking award ceremony on the same day. And then I was going to write old flap. And then I was gonna just not go to the awards ceremony. I was just gonna send some of the people from the gig to go. And then I was like, no, I've never, I'm probably never get nominated for anything again. Like this never happens to me. And it's like David and Goliath because all the other comedy clubs are like big ones, and mine's literally just me. I'm the only person that runs it. Everyone else has got at least three people running it. Really, and some of them fucking tens. Of, tens of people, like oh, a comedy store, probably about 100 people probably work there, I don't know if it's that many, but a lot it's a big building it is, yes so, anyway so just so in there, so I thought right, I'll oh, reschedule this fucking writing retreat the poor old girls, bless them and, uh, couldn't just fucking change the date, could I, I've had two experiences of this, this week, bloody good old Sunday and now this just like I just want to move a date what's wrong what's wrong with that still pay the fucking money this one the, so I've to pay 90 fucking pounds to change it when I was in the right old flat but I was like no I want to go to the award ceremony this older it's a nice start to the year it's nice to be appreciated for some hard work so I'm just gonna take this 90 pound on the chin yeah it really sounds like you are taking it on the chin Harriet and yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go and then with all my admin, I will be, I've, well, I've already made up that 9 poney, Like a lot of times. So, this is a result, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, if you could possibly go onto my Facebook, I feel like I need to blow my nose, I feel very nasally blocked. So, if you could vote, uh, go on my Facebook page, Harriet Dyer Comedy, and then there, or on the, my Twitter page, and there you will see, I think it's pinned to the top, a link where you can vote for Barking Tales for the best comedy club in Manchester. That would be great. And whilst you're feeling very generous, maybe leave me a sweet little review on iTunes. That would also be very good. Thank you. Bloody hell, I've spoke. I thought, I ain't got nothing to say after the other day, but bloody have and I have finished. So yeah, so I let the gig, gig was go brilliantly. Then the middle act got changed at the last minute and then the 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 act that it now was, last time I gigged with him, I opened and struggled and in my eyes he smashed it and was brilliant so I was like, oh my god, I'm not going to be out, so I'm closing the show and I'm not going to be able to follow him and I was all stressed about it uh, and then I did what, what my boyfriend says and he goes, uh, you have to pretend everyone's there, they've come specifically to see you and then you close your eyes, do a deep breath, and you go, I'm fucking Harriet Dyer. No, I'm it. Not I'm fucking Harriet Dyer. <laughs> I'm Harriet fucking Dyer, like like you're a legend, and say that in your head. Like, and it does really help. So then in it, because people could be good and you can still follow them. It's just a different type of good that you're now offering. So and it was brilliant. I don't think I did any material for about 22 minutes i did 37 minutes and didn't do anything from my old set i did two stories that are quite new in fact they're really new i've told them three times uh one minute maybe less than that and then a few bits that were literally first time out in the mouth and then one bit uh when did you write that maybe in the summer so, yeah, essentially. None of the old guff, anyway. And, oh, felt liberated. It was brilliant. It's so, Because if people don't understand when, you know, when they were saying this the other day, when people go to gigs, they don't understand. They think they're just being, like, how they should be um, when they're judging and expecting this and that and not giving people a chance and especially not giving people that are a little bit different a chance. Whereas... If everyone just opened up their minds and their hearts and just let themselves have a lovely time at comedy gigs, fucking quality of comedy that they would get would probably be about six times better, because the comedians are just so much more comfortable. People just don't, and then it fucking, and then when you do constantly do these gigs where you're just in a room with people, sort of essentially telling you that you're wrong because they don't agree with what you're. Presenting them as your idea of funny, and it's of course that's gonna have an effect on you. Then it's like I was saying the other day because I hope my friend doesn't feel like I'm just saying everything of what we've talked about, as well as each chat. All like after this fucking podcast, in fact, I might as well do i have done this cast as a live chat the other day. I think it might be a good thing though. I've got a feeling so a lot of the big clubs are struggling and I think it's going to pave the way for like this more like bespoke pop up in in like little quirky venues and cafes and all that sort of thing and I think that's what it's going to be about and that's how you you build up more of a fan base because people are more involved and in it. it's more of an experience if there's just a few of you and you're just and it's so yeah bespoke to you and you get to do fun and interesting creative stuff and and opinions and thoughts and nice stuff that isn't just fucking shit and i'm someone who's in this in comparison to a lot of people is still alternative even when i'm doing like a a club set but oh just gets you down doesn't get you down harriet because you're very lucky so appreciate that please Right, let's have the good news. The good news is what's the good news? Very windy. That's definitely not good news, Harriet. I know. Well, it's these bloody tablets. Still, and then I did I tell you? I told the doctor, and he said that it's not the tablets, but because you just believe what the doctor says, don't you? But fucking, because I said to my boyfriend, he goes, he's chatting shit. It definitely is the tablets. The other day we went for a walk and I'm not even joking, I was, I've never been closer to just shitting in a random bush because my, because I was just in so much pain and that's not normal. I mean, thank God it was dark and my from was like, have it, no one's around, you're in so much pain, you're doubled over to shit in the bush. I said, I cannot shit in this bush. And in the end I had to just run home as we were supposed to be going straight to Tesco so I couldn't, I had to go shit. Sorry, what an awful thing to. Do. So that's not particularly good news. But the doctor needs to bloody own the fact that these tablets that he's given me are making me shit. Instead of denying all knowledge, not coincidence that it's only happened since he gave me them tablets. Rat bag. That's right. Rat bag. So here's the good news. Lovely Michelle McQueen said it was her 40th birthday yesterday. Well, she said it was my but I'm saying her anyway. Spent the fortieth birthday, spent the weekend in Salford and what better way what better way to spend your birthday than in Salford? And went to the burlesque show at the Lowry. So much fun. Plus managed to break my toe slipping in the shower at the hotel. So definitely a memorable fortieth. Bloody hell. That's what I that's what you know when you, you're worried that your feet are never clean? So, you lather them up, forget you're standing up, and then you put your foot down in the shower and you fucking go flying. That's probably what's happened. I've done that so many times. So, the more that story is, I have dirty feet. Is that it? I don't know. Linda Isgrove says, We just listened to your last podcast nearly an hour and a half. Wow. Just love some of your descriptions of people like Gemma Collins spot on every time. We need more. Don't think you need more than an hour and a half, my love. I haven't seen Gemma Collins as late as Dancing on Ice escapade. Is she still in it? I hope so. Oh, yeah, because she wouldn't have danced this week. That's what it is. She hasn't danced, does she? Because they do it. I think that's weird. Yes, they take turns, don't they? Six do one week, six the other. Is it six? I don't know. Uh, lovely jade fernley bloody need to catch up with you soon my murder mystery show had full houses 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 yeah you say houses if it's a theater but houses if it's a house but it's about the same. am i wrong is that mad i don't know my murder mystery show had full houses houses house i don't know for all i think it's the same for all its january shows Making January so much less rubbish. That is brilliant. I said, in fact, was that mean of me? I said it in it. Everything's full because everyone's scarred from spending so much time with their family. So they will really, uh, they need to go, they're, they're going to murder if they don't watch murder. Lovely Sam Sewell says, Good news is I'm alive and kicking, happy and healthy. 100% awesome. Brilliant. Oh I've, missed. oh, I've missed some. Sorry. Oh, what's happened there? Paul Bate says, managed to go from stressed out to sort of holiday mode after being evacuated to Colcheff. Sky TV, Wi-Fi and a local co-op could be worse. A. Oh, no. He's rented house, flooded New Year's Eve. Landlord has put him up. Airbnb. Oh, what a nightmare. Oh, bless you, Paul. Bless him. Lovely Jack Vincent says, just listened to the last episode and howling at your dad potentially going cottaging. Good, good news. Finally submitted my university application this weekend. Oh, wait a minute. Hello, beloved. I'm just finishing my podcast. Oh, sorry. That's all right, my love. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, there's there's, uh, some pasta. Some fucking pastry. (laughs) Do you need a wee? Oh, you have a wee. I'll be done in five. Okay, love you. Oh, so I said what you need, wasn't it? Oh, so he's applied Leeds, Huddersfield, Manchester to do creative writing. Oh, so then will you get one out of them? Let me know. Uh, Lin Wren said the good news for all is that there'll hopefully be a general election very soon, and J C will be our new awesome prime minister by March. Uh, March. Very good news for the homeless and poverty-stricken of this country, Lin. I hope you're right. I genuinely hope you're right. Fucking Teresa, mate. Unbelievable, isn't she? She doesn't have a fucking clue what she's doing. I'd bloody do a better job. I bloody would. I'd do a better job if I was an eel. No, right, ain't. Just an eel would do a better job, not if you were an eel. Well, then I'd definitely do a better job if my brain was inside an eel's body. Very Slippery. Uh was that what Ant said on the, uh, no, what Dex said on, uh, I was a as smooth as an eel. And that's it. Is that it? I don't understand how I missed those two out. Anyway, thank you for your good news. Be sure to shimmy in your good news the next time I ask for good news. Remember to vote for my lovely mental health comedy night. Did I tell you that's what I'm going to the all ceremony for? Oh, Harriet, you bloody, you're like one of them, you know, them stories when you go turn to page four and you'll know this and then that. It's all like you're like that. You know, No one ever knows the full story. It's like you're just throwing up 50,000 jigsaw puzzle pieces. Anyway, I've bloody done 39 minutes. I've waffled. Thank you so much for listening, as always. If you could leave a review, that'd be very splendid. Uh, If you want to get in touch, get in touch with me on my Facebook page. That's as good a page as any. Or Twitter. I'm on all the social meds. The Harriet Dyer Comedy. Or Dialinquent if it's on Twitter. Did I tell you that some bloody idiot called Harriet Dyer has said, on her bloody profile, biog, it just says, I'm just having this profile so the other Harriet Dyer that's a comedian doesn't have it. What an absolute turd. Anyway, have a lovely week and thank you all as well if you want to um thanks to david harris as always and if you want to um pop some money in my patreon that would be great um currently saving up for a diplodocus costume for my edinburgh show oh my god i'm going to put a picture of it it's the best costume ever it's inflatable it's brilliant anyway thanks ever so much farewell this has been episode seventy six. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.